boom. Good morning, good morning. On today's show, I've got special guest, Joe Villegas. Joe is a national level strongman competitor. He is the founder of Paragon Wellbeing, wellness technology and coaching company, serving individuals, companies, and healthcare professionals. And he is the proud father to his son, Everett. In this episode, we will uncover why persistence is so important and how it's contributed to Joe's success in life and how you can use it in yours to unlock that next level. Have a listen. Welcome to your Hidden Edge podcast, where there's a belief that each and every one of us has a hidden edge, one that could unlock that next level of success in any area of life. Unfortunately, that edge is hidden tucked away and buried deep underneath layers and layers. In this podcast, we'll uncover the hidden edge of high-performance leaders, executives, athletes, coaches, and authors to open your mind and stretch your frame of reality. If you know you want more, can do more, and be more, then this is the right podcast for you. Let's uncover your hidden edge. Welcome to the show. I'm extremely excited to have special guest Joe Villegas on the show. Joe, welcome to the show. Dude, that, that was an epic intro video. I loved it. <laughs> Thanks, man. I get I get a lot of good feedback. It gets us in a great energy mood. Oh, yeah. like we're ready to bust out the tunnel almost like we're, we're a football team ready to go out. So I, I always enjoy you know firing people up. Energy is such a key component in life. So Let's get right into your your hidden edge. I'm excited to dive in this. I think it's so, so important. You mentioned to me that you're extremely persistent. So I'd love to hear the backstory, how you cultivated that. I'm sure the audience would love to hear it as well, because that is such a important trait in life, right? We're going to get knocked down over and over again, but that persistence to get back up one more time than you got knocked down is so important. So give some, give some backstory. Yeah, no doubt. Happy to. And um, I got to say, I really think it started to cultivate at a, at a young age. So young, meaning like six, seven, eight, up through early teens. Um, you know, growing up, I was heavily involved in scouting, like Boy Scouts. Okay. And so, and it's funny because as, you know, as we talked prior to the show and I'm like, I know I'm super persistent. Like this is kind of my superpower. I was thinking about like, where, where did that really originate from? And I kept going back to these experiences I had um, in scouting. And I was very fortunate, like very, very fortunate to be in a great troop um, that did a lot of like high venture outings. So, I mean, everything from like I've hiked in every state on the Appalachian Trail. So all 14 and I haven't done, you know, in full completion, all 14. But I've been in all 14. We've been to Alaska, the Florida Keys, like um, out in New Mexico hiking. So all that kind of stuff. But our group was very into like backpacking. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, you know me now, you, we've met in person and, and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm, I got a big frame, a big dude, and I, I lift heavy weights. I was not like that growing up. I was like okay. the same weight, but half the height. So, so it was, you know, round to say the least. And we would go on these like high venture backpacking trips. So for, mm-hmm. you know, three, four five days, sometimes 10 days at a time, and you've got your pack with all your food, all your clothes, your water. I mean, everything's there. And you got to hump this thing up and down mountains and, and what have you. And it was like a lot of, you know, that mental talk going on in my head on those trips during the actual hiking. Like, man, this is really tough. How much further do we have to go? Right. We get to like, you know, what we thought was the summit of one hill or mountain. And then you just see the next one. You're like, what is the deal? And it was almost like uh, living the metaphor of, 
persisting, right? And so just putting one foot in front of the other. And I think back to those experiences and, you know, being a, a young boy and have you that like, if I didn't have that of like, Hey, you have to push through or, Hey, you know, you don't get to like, just leave. You have to it's right. like, you know, you gotta, you gotta push through and get this done and all your buddies are doing it. You're doing it with your friends, um, which obviously helped to, to pass some of that challenge. Um, you know, I think the, the lesson was just nestled in the whole, like in the activity basically. Right. And so I had built that from, I think originally from there. Um, and what's funny is I think I've told you before, my, my background is not in athletics. My brother is the athlete of the family. He was a collegiate, you know, pitcher and baseball and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm the band kid, you know, the okay. scouting band kid, my undergrads in applied math. Like I'm the, I'm the nerd of the family for sure. And so as life kind of progressed and I got into other activities. So if it was, you know, like marching band or what have you, I had people I looked up to and groups I looked up to and wanted to be a part of. And, you know, I got to start to apply that persistence in terms of like practicing or studying or whatever, and really kind of got attached to seeing my hard work pay off. And I connected very quickly, like, okay, the more hours I put in and the harder I focus and work, the more is going to come out the other end. And so that's something that, you know, I, I like to kind of lean on and, and utilize as my, my superpower, if you will, when it comes to, you know, business or personal development or training now that I, you know, I've been in the coaching world for over a decade. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, probably long-winded answer, but <laughs> give you a little background on that one. No, I, I appreciate the, the background. It, it, it sparks a couple of thoughts in my mind. One is I can testify, right? Joe, if he was the same weight, shorter, he's now a beast. I mean, he is much <laughs> bigger than me. So I've met him in person. So that's for, for sure. A couple of things, the scouting, you're with a group. And yeah. I think that's so important so many times. And especially as men, we're like the lone wolf. Yep. You, you were in a group and it raises your level when everybody is doing that. And two, when you're on the side of a mountain hiking, you have one choice and that's to complete the hike, right? Yeah. So there's that no way out, burn the boats mentality. I'm, I'm interested to hear, was there one story or example that just stood out where the, the mountain was viciously hard or, or <laughs> something that, that really kind of triggered that, that memory? Yeah, it? that's a great question. And I go to two, but I'll, I'll stick with one. So there's um, a place in, on the Appalachian Trail on the AT for, for the uninitiated uh, called Klingman's Dome. And I believe it's in Tennessee. I've been so long now, but essentially it's the it's like the highest peak on the AT. Right. And so <laughs> we were on this trip. It was definitely a, a colder time of year, maybe maybe February, early March, something like that. And I mean, we're like schlepping all our stuff or hiking up to the top, whatever. And as we got into the higher elevations, like the trees were literally just frozen. Hmm. So like we, we had to like cover our heads cause there's ice falling. It's nuts. When you get to the very top, there's like, um, you know, kind of like a, a big like building. You can climb up to the top, there's yep. a big ramp, you go up to the top and you can just see for forever. Jeff, it was so cold <laughs> and, and the wind was so strong. Like if you jumped up, you'd get like pushed back by the wind. Mm -hmm. They had the the railing at the top there had ice like six inches just straight off the side of it because it was just so cold and so windy and just ridiculous. And I remember climbing that and being like, all right, I'm like sweating because I'm working hard, but I'm freezing because it's cold out. I'm exhausted. Like this is just brutal. Um, but at the same time, 
like you kind of got nowhere to go, but up. <laughs> so, right. and, and again, all my friends are doing it. So we got to the top and it was something where, okay, we can just see for forever. And you kind of start to go, okay, this is, this is cool. Like, this is great. And on the way down, I like vividly remember starting to actually appreciate what I was seeing on the way down. So on the way up, you're just like, oh my God, this is brutal. And then coming down, it's like, wow, like the trees look amazing. This is like, mm -hmm. I've never seen this before. Or, you know, like all like this weather is just nuts. Like this is such a cool thing to experience. So um, that one, that one always kind of sticks out to me every now and again, I kind of tap into that one and, and reach in and, and grab it. Cause it was a pretty, pretty special experience. That's awesome. And, and ironic, I was at Pigeon Forge this past summer and went up to Klingman's Dome. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I think probably when you did it, you could see there's a lot of smog you can't see oh, yeah. now, but yeah. you know, people were hiking up and I drove to the point where we could, you know, walk, walk up and people were just struggling getting up that last portion. So, yeah. uh, you know, and it was pretty wild with the clouds kind of rolling over and in, in the border between North Carolina and Tennessee. So yep, uh, yep. love, love that story and love, you know, the great example is you pull from that strength from time to time. And I yes. think that is so, so critical in our lives is so many times we dismiss or forget when we were a badass and when we did <laughs> difficult things and when we sure. got through things in life. And to your point, you use that still to this day to call on that kind of inner strength, that persistence. And that's so important for people to remember is you've gone through difficult times make sure you call back on that power because you've had it once you can have it again. So I, I love that piece of it. So obviously scouts and, and that kind of factor led to, to persistence. You've been in the coaching industry now for, for 10 years. What do you do? How do you use persistence in, in your business? How has that allowed your business to, to evolve? I mean, 10 years, congratulations on that. Thank That's you. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I'd love to love to hear that side of the, the story. Yeah, for sure. So, so Paragon Wellbeing is is my company, and I I built it like completely organically, bootstrapped the whole deal, um, just for like some background, right? So, I was uh, just coaching at a CrossFit gym, which I don't think we've ever really talked about a whole lot. So, I know you were in the CrossFit game, so that's how I, I got my start as well. And um, you know, I had like friends and friends of friends who couldn't physically be there with me to take class, and they but they wanted to learn and get you know better, stronger, fitter, right. what have you. So I, I joke I was doing online coaching like before it was cool. <laughs> now gotcha. everybody does it, you know, spreadsheeting and all that kind of stuff. But I was writing programs for friends. And then, you know, after a while, it's like, all right, this is kind of taking a lot of time. I should probably start charging for it. And then it just sort of snowballed. So I had people, you know, referring friends and so forth and just kind of grew organically. And then over time, I had like a contingent of uh, clients that were like C-suite folks. So they were okay. in the business world, they're doing their thing. And they would say like, hey man, can you come in and, and talk to my staff? Like what you're doing is different, it works. I've had great results. Like they should learn some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I would go in and do like seminars. So I've been in with groups as small as 10. I did a talk uh, for BlackRock, which had like 500 people at it. Had a ton of fun doing that. Been to schools, uh, you know, yoga and Pilates studios, like all over the place, just kind of, you know, spreading the good word. And from there it was like, okay, how can I stick around and help people for more than an hour and work gotcha. with groups? And that's what kind of stemmed into the corporate wellness thing that we have now, which is like the bulk of, of the focus. Uh, and then more recently starting to work with healthcare practitioners and um, you know, we have an app and all that kind of stuff. So they're able to leverage the app and interface with patients more and, and improve outcomes for their patients. And so, you know, 
10 years is a long time. <laughs> so over that time of just sort of persisting through and, you know, iterating and pivoting and, you know, I think deep down kind of always believing like, hey, there's there's more here to uncover. There's more value to, to bring to people. And, um, you know, it's a it's a it's been a really fun kind of vessel for me to help to change people's lives, you know, for the better. So um, I think it in a way it makes persisting easier because <laughs> there's a deeper purpose to it. Um, but for sure, it definitely doesn't come without its its tough days. We have to draw on those past experiences and, and push through. Yeah, and I love a couple of things you mentioned there, right? Having a deeper purpose of helping others, I think, is is so critical to yes. pushing past those days where I'm sure you still have them even 10 years. I, yeah, I have yeah. them <laughs> where it's like, what the heck am I doing? And the mind will just snowball and and say, you know, some some not so nice things to, to ourselves. Right. So I, I, I love the, you know, deeper purpose as well as belief. Yes. I think that's where everything starts, right. Is, is the belief in ourselves. And so many times I know for me personally, I've had a program inside my subconscious mind, right. That supercomputer that was like, I wasn't enough. And that crippled my belief where recently just stepping into that and affirming it and speaking it out loud with passion over and over again, starts to reprogram yes. that belief. And it's so, so incredibly important. And so many people, people miss that. In your 10 years of business, what's the biggest lesson you've learned related to persistence or, or roadblocks that you've, you've come up against? Wow. Great question. I think uh, gut reaction. I, I think it's, it's very much like, um, like a, if there's a will, there's a way kind of like, if you believe like, Hey, I can get this done. Like, there is a way to make it happen. I can't tell you how many times, like, and I truthfully, Jeff, like, I don't believe in coincidences anymore. Like, I really just don't because I think things just line up too well sometimes that, oh, it's just luck. I like, guess not. There's no way. There's, there's, Listen, when you mentioned Klingman's Dome, I literally got goosebumps on my yeah. arms because I was like, I was just there this past summer. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, really, I think a lot of it is like, if, if you're believing in your mission, if you're really, um, you know, advancing confidently uh, as, as a uh, throw would say, like those pieces that pieces will pop up and people will come into your life to help you along the way and, and help you to get to that mission. So like there have been times, no joke where it's like, man, I need, I need this type of software to make it happen. And like two days later, I'll see an ad on Instagram for that exact thing. Or like, you know, Hey, I'm not sure how I'm going to break into this market, but I'll, I'll figure it out. And somebody will introduce me to somebody a week later. And they spent 20 years working with people in that market and they know who to talk to that kind of stuff. So, um, I really like, again, I really think it's the biggest lesson is like, if you believe in what you're doing, like at your core, if it's visceral to you, that this is what you're, you're meant to do. And, and it might not be fully illuminated yet in terms of exactly what that is. Right. But I think if your why is strong, you know the direction you want to head in, the how will take care of itself. So like kind of how it's going to unfold is really none of our business. You know what I mean? Like like no one no one is going to sketch out exactly how they're going to meet their soulmate or how they're going to land the perfect job. Um, and for good reason, like life would be super boring if you could do that. So um, so I think really just having that faith and, and belief in what you're doing and the how takes care of itself. And I want to bring up something you said because you express the desire, hey, this is what I want. And I know it'll segue into kind of your your TV show because I spoke about it on, on your show. Yep. But so many times in life, we focus on what we don't want. Mm -hmm. 
and the power is the subconscious mind doesn't know when we negate something. So if you say, I don't want X, the subconscious mind doesn't realize the don't. So it gives you X where in your example, you just said, Hey, I want this, or I, I need this. Then the mind's going to search it out. And I think that's such a powerful distinction to really think about and take in because you ask 99% of people, what do you want? They have no clue. It's what I don't want. So that's why you stay stuck because you're actually focused on what you do want. And to your example of, Hey, I needed a programmer. I needed this. And all of a sudden it was found because your mind is searching for it. It's open to it. And I think there's just, it's such a profound concept that, that, Blew me away when I learned it, and I know when we <laughs> spoke on on your show, it was it was uh, it was pretty great great discussion. So let's segue into that. So you've got a TV sure. show. Thank you yeah. so much for having me as oh, a uh, as a guest on it. Thank you. Are you kidding? Come on. So tell 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 the uh, tell the listeners a little bit about the show, what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. So it's called Real Results with Coach Joe, and the premise is I bring on you know expert coaches like yourself. And we talk about various topics related to total wellness, everything from exercise, nutrition, mental health, well-being, financial wellness, um, all those sorts of things, you know, leadership, personal growth and development. Um, and really the, the mission or my goal with the show is to have viewers watch any given episode and be able to walk away with at least one, but hopefully a handful of nuggets they can go and apply to their life you know, that day or that week or, or to their goals or whatever. So, um, you know, it's something where like kind of we had set up with, with your segment where it's 30 minutes. So the first 15, we kind of get to know the coach, get to know the mentor, whoever's on for that day, the guest. And then the second half, we get more deep into the conversation, you know, how can they maybe shift their mindset for something or what are some like tangible, actionable steps they can take today to make a difference in whatever discipline we're talking about. So, that's kind of my goal and mission. It's it's a newer show for sure. We've only um, shot like five episodes, which luckily I was able to have you as in the, the top five there, which is pretty cool. Um, but there's more to come. So we're, you know, I'm I'm contracted for 40 episodes this year at a minimum. So we'll we'll have a bunch going on for folks. But um, they can check that out. RVN TV is the network. You just Google that and you'll you'll see it right on there. Um, you can also head over to resultswithjoe.com. I've spun up a, a little website for it. You can sign up for the newsletter. We got free downloads, all kinds of things on there to uh, you know just help you advance and you know get closer to your goals. Yeah, awesome. I, I appreciate. So grateful for for you having me on the show. It was an awesome, uh, was awesome fun. interview for sure. So if I'm listening right now and I am somebody that struggles with persistence, mm-hmm. what would be one or two? quick ways to start to develop that persistence muscle. I mean, we, we, we're both former CrossFitters. Yep, yep. You're a, you're a, uh, you know, national level strongman competitor, right? <laughs> we hit the, we hit the physical gym. Yes. So many times we don't go to the mental gym and that, that, that's a persistence. That's, that's a muscle, right? That we flex. Yep. So what are one or two ways that somebody that is struggling in that area you talked about just in your, your show action. I love giving actionable things for people to implement because we live in the greatest time in the history of the world. We have knowledge everywhere, supercomputers in our hand. It's not a lack of knowledge. It's a lack of action that keeps so many people stuck. So what are one or two ways that you would recommend somebody that, that might have a challenge with persistence to start to build that persistence muscle? 
Yeah, for sure. hundred percent and love the question. Um, so two things, I mean, you and I could probably could talk about this all day for sure, but the two things I would say right off the bat, first and foremost is get very clear on, on what you want to do and why you want to do it. Right. You, you got to have some direction. Uh, I know like I love like goal setting to me, like that's, it's a fundamental thing. It's a skill in and of itself. Um, and if, if you're listening to this and you've never done any type of goal setting, like just dabble in any kind of goal setting just to get started and get clear. If you've done it before, uh, you know, don't sing the war cry of failure, which is, I already know that, <laughs> you know, go and do it again. I know for me, I revisit my goals. I mean, I look at them pretty much daily, um, mm-hmm. but I'll kind of tweak or revisit or, or check them off as I get them done, uh, you know, weekly, monthly, quarterly, whatever I've written down. So number one is get very clear on what you want to do and why you want to do it. Like I said, the how will take care of itself if you're if you're you know committed to that. For folks who say, hey, Joe, I've got my goal figured out. I know I want to get strong and lose weight. I know I want to get a promotion. I know whatever, right? Right. The, the next thing I would suggest, and you actually kind of touched on this earlier with the, the scout thing, is get in the room with people who are doing what you want to do and get into the right environment, meaning there's kind of this like you know the law of conformity, right? Which is uh, you know, you are going to start to reflect the people that you hang around with the most. So if you hang around with nine people who, you know, drink and do drugs, you're probably going to be the 10th. Right. If you hang around with nine other millionaire entrepreneurs, you'll probably become the 10th. So if, you know, if you want to get fitter, stronger, that kind of thing, go to a place like a CrossFit gym where it has that community factor and put yourself in the room with people who are already doing it. And you'll find that that persistence begins to take care of itself because you're building relationships with these people. They become your friends. You want to see them They're, I mean, it's gamified. So that's always fun, right? Earning, yep. earning your, uh, get your wad scores and all that. Um, but when you're just in that environment, it makes it much easier to get over some of those hurdles and those initial humps where if you were alone, you would say, you know what, man, this is too tough. Mm-hmm. Forget it. I'm going to do my own thing. So those are the two. Get real clear on what you want to do, why you want to do it. And then find people who are, uh, doing that thing and get around them. There's, I mean, there's a Facebook group for everything. There's uh, I know meetup. If you're familiar with meetup, you can um, find folks like in your city or your area that might be doing that activity. So it's like rock climbing or scrapbooking or whatever. They have groups for that sort of deal. Um, but just get around those people. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at how quickly that thing that was tough for you to get started with becomes almost automatic. It just becomes part of who you are, which is really what we want to do. We want to shift and create an identity where that thing that you're pursuing, it just becomes part of who you are. So I know for you, Jeff, I'm sure no one has to convince you to get up and work out in the morning. No one has to convince you to have your podcast and and do all these awesome things because it's just part of who Jeff is. You know, same for me with my business or uh, if it's working out, all those kinds of things. It's just stuff that I've, I did not build overnight into my DNA, right? I told you I was, I was the, the nerd of the family for sure. It took a lot of time to, to make that part of my identity, but now it's, it's almost flipped the other way where if I don't do those things, right, I start to kind of get like anxious. I'm like looking right. around, like, give me something to lift, you know? So yeah. um, those would be the two I'd recommend for sure. Yeah. I, I love that. Getting clear, having clarity, the mind craves clarity. Yes. It, it truly does. We talked about don't want versus want. You've got to be crystal clear what you want. And then the mind, well, it does an incredible job of figuring out the how. It will do that for you. And then proximity is power, being around others. I I forget what book it is, but I I read it and it was about this girl who was 
had aspirations to be Olympic swimmer, mm-hmm. but she couldn't hit the pool at 5 a.m. She just struggled with, get, with getting up. Yeah. So her coach said, you need to join this elite swim club. She joined the elite swim club. They all got up at 4.15. We're in the <laughs> pool by five. Yep. Next thing you know, she was in the pool every day by five. Right. It's not, Shocker. It's not, it's yeah. not magic. Right. It, there's a reason why, and this is so, so important and something that I've definitely dove into the last couple of years is searching out people that are driven on a mission who like, mm. like you, Joe, I mean, we, we connected and it was like an instant bond because we're on the attack and we want to yeah. help other people. You've got to search those people out because yeah. it will fuel you up versus many times we just default to whoever's in our circle. And those people bring us down and they're kind of anchored and it's, it's no right. fault of their own, but you've got it. You got to be around that, that power or that club or that group that, that really is going to lift you up and, and raise your game. Yeah. Right? It's so, I, so important. Oh yeah. And I, and I would add one more thing too, is like, don't be afraid to reach out to people. Like, you know, there's been times where um, here's a perfect example. So someone I look up to in the strongman world greatly is a guy by the name of Derek Poundstone. If you're familiar with okay. Derek. I mean, he's just a beast, right? So uh, he was um, Arnold's uh, strongman winner. He was at World Strong okay. Man a bunch. I mean, the guy's like just a, a total, he's an awesome dude, but he's like a total beast. Yep. And you know what? Like I, I was like, I would love to learn from this guy. So you know what I did? I sent him a message on Instagram. I said, hey man, not sure what the situation is. Are you taking on clients? You know, what have you? And you know what? He wrote me back <laughs> and I ended yeah. up working with him for like a year. He was my coach for a whole year. I actually went and taught seminars with him for a little bit. Um, and so if I had not just like swung the bat, like that would have mm-hmm. never happened. And I learned a ton from him, not just about the sport, but the mentality behind, you know, training in a sport like that, where it is hard and everything's heavy and, um, yep. you know, you don't feel awesome every day. <laughs> you feel a little beat up from, from lifting heavy weights. So, um, and that's just one example of, of, you know, mentors or folks I've reached out to that have helped me tremendously. And so, um, you know, if you're on the fence, maybe, you know, uh, an influencer who's doing what you want to do, or maybe there's a coach nearby or whatever, like just reach out to those people, show up at their gym, you know, figure out what the hours are, show up when they're locking up the door and say, Hey man, I got to talk to you. You know, like if they'll like you and I, you were just saying like you knew right away and I knew right away speaking to you, like Jeff's Jeff's, you know, no slouch. He's on a mission. He's getting stuff done. And there's immediate respect there, a recognition of, of what you're trying to do they'll see that in you and, and they'll honor it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm positive of that. So, um, you know, don't be afraid swing the back, get in the game and, and set yourself up to win, get aligned with those people. I love it. What a, what a great place to, uh, to wrap up. I know you mentioned before, but Joe, where can, uh, where can people find out about your company? Follow you. Yeah. Sure. So, um, if you want to check out Paragon, just paragonwellbeing.com. Um, Instagram is just at Paragon wellbeing, all one word. And then as far as the show and all that goes, um, it's called Real Results with Coach Joe. You can go to resultswithjoe.com or uh, follow on Instagram as we're, we're getting that up and running. It's at Results with Joe. Awesome. Joe, thanks so much for being on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Always a blast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Create a legendary day. Rise, fight, love, repeat. Get after it. And I'll yes. talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you for listening to your Hidden Edge podcast. You are now part of the movement part of a tribe who's on a mission to uncover their hidden edge. We're stronger together. So please share this. Show up with one person in your network that you want to help. Together, 
we can empower others and connected, we can make a dent in the universe.